One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey Rich, could you tell me about car in classic but in 90s Eurobeat? My problem. If you want to sell your car, get a slice of the action. You can choose a normal ad or an online auction. Doesn't matter what you sell, a Fiat or a Beetle. Every month your ads in front are for a million people. Ooh, car and classic, ooh, it's so fantastic. Ooh, car and classic, ooh, it's so fantastic. Smith & Sniff is sponsored by carandclassic.com. Fantastic, ooh, car and classic, ooh, it's so fantastic. I'm Richard Porter. I'm Johnny Smith. And this is Smith and Sniff, a podcast in which two friends talk about cars live in Bristol. That's amazing. We're back. You need to do the Freddie Mercury warm-up instead of saying... You, you say Spoltz, they say Spoltz, you say I'm going to save that for later. OK, all right. But um, uh, we are back. We're back here in Bristol at the Tobacco Factory. It's a wonderful place. It's a real theatre. Yeah. What's more amazing is you're all back. The audience is here. Yay! Um, and um, so uh, in this show, we're going to answer audience questions, which you've written down for us. On There's a lot of them. Paper. Um, I just I plucked out one out at random. It's from Dom T or Pom T. I don't know what that be. Um, and I'm going to assume it's short for Pomenic. Um, <laughs> what car should my dad get for his midlife crisis? New or second hand? It doesn't say. Well, second second hand. hand. Uh, how old is you, how old's the dad? Well, it's midlife crisis, isn't and it? And why is so, middle age? I don't even know. Our age. No, that's. <laughs> I just don't believe that. Um, okay. Do you need to do some allotment work? Any track work? No, it's a midlife crisis. Yeah, but you know, you need versatility. Lotus or TVR? Lotus or TVR? <laughs> <laughs> I was so that aggressively was, was, West Country. Uh, that was so fabulously British. Fucking TVR, mate. A fucking. Yeah. <laughs> it's made of glass fibre. <laughs> You get one with the AGPV8 or the Rovar engine in it. <laughs> it's a good that, suggestion. That was the quickest answering of the question. Yeah, it's just that. I mean, I was going to say Porsche, but... Uh... Oh, TVR. T- t- I know TVR. a lot of people say Porsche, but it is technically Porsche. Porsche. So. You bastard. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, there we go. And we're a really hairy TVR that you've got to, you know, you need to tame the dragon. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, by the way. One of, I know we don't really do warm-up exercises backstage, but I was pacing about back there before the first show going, don't do the accent, don't do the accent. Don't do the accent. <laughs> we haven't mentioned G-I-R-I once. Yeah. <laughs> G-I-R-I. Yeah. Uh, I, I, oh, gosh, I don't know. Di Tommaso Pantera. Oh, that's a, such a good-looking... Let the old fella live a bit. Such a good-looking cast. Um, Sweet. Oh, this is this is so much, so much writing on this. Yeah. Two sides. It's, it's complex, isn't it? Road sign attempted theft story. <laughs> ever, ever, tr- ever tried ever tried stealing a, a road sign? Yes. Um, yes. Dad, 
Are you still there or have you gone home because it's bored? <laughs> I have, twice. Uh, I won't, I'm not going to elaborate. But one of them I did take a screwdriver with me because I know I needed tools. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them I still have. One of them, one of them is a, one of those, uh, don't, don't let your dogs mess here, there's a fine. Yeah. And the, it was so long ago, the fine's not a lot of money. Yeah. It's about 15 quid. <laughs> yeah. It's like... <laughs> I'm not saying it's right, but some people will just let their dog lay a cable and yeah. go, do you know what, I'll take it's 15 quid. <laughs> Those little bags are about a quid a piece. Yeah, yeah. The deal. times have changed. It says, this is from Mark. On my Brunel University fresher week, a load of, a load of us freshers were, were kidnapped by the hockey club <laughs> and, and taken to Exeter as supporters. While there, I spotted a sign for the local atmospheric railway. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What's a local atmospheric railway? Keep the, the national one. Well, is it? And the team captain, please turn over. Um, <laughs> the team captain made the driver stop so that the in brackets possibly slightly pissed team could get out and steal it. Brunel pumping station this way. No, we didn't manage it. PC Plod turned up and quite rightly told us to bugger off. Well, there we go. Unsuccessful theft. This has reminded me of a friend of mine went on a stag do. Where stag do, stag do, stag do, stag do, stag do, stag do. In Devon or somewhere, I think. Coastal. Okay, nice. And uh, the stag was dressed as Cher from the Turn Back Time video. Shit. <laughs> Some serious camel toe going on there, I would have thought. Grizzly. Oh dear. Like looking at an abattoir. That's like a cable tie going through the middle of a puffy pillow. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for coming, everyone. (laughs) Um, Sorry. 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 You know... Well, naturally, if the, if the stag is dressed as Cher, all of the other people in the stag party have to be dressed as US Navy men, like in the video. I I've never even seen the video. You have seen the video, surely. No, I haven't. You know about the... You know well, that her son is the guitarist, standing there going, Oh, his mum's arse! Oh. But, um... Wow. So they're on the stag too, and they're walking through wherever it was, Exeter or somewhere, and they spotted... Cher. A cannon, yes. <laughs> and she went, that's copyright. Yes, exactly. Take it off now. Yeah. Cher was on Freshers Week in Exeter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. I can't believe I'm here. <laughs> um, no, they spotted a cannon. I've got to stop doing that. What, as in a man of the cloth or a... They spotted... <laughs> <laughs> yes, and they made Cher straddle him. Oh, stop it. No, they spotted a cannon at the front of a golf club, so they ran up the lawn of the golf club with the cannon, made Cher straddle the cannon, like in the video. Does she straddle the cannon? And then the, I need the, to watch this video to the golf I can't team. believe you've not seen the video. I, just, I, don't know, I don't know why I haven't seen it. But I watched Alone by Heart three times yesterday. I know. <laughs> Whilst brushing my and teeth. And we watched that bloody... Uh, it's amazing. It's good fun. Motley Crue video that someone sent us. Yes. Oh, whoever the listener was who sent it, thank you, but... Um, it's unbelievable. Where it's their last ever performance in Los Angeles. And, and they've definitely had disco biscuits. A lot. <laughs> There's no way that nobody on, the, on the, stage is... Yes, the, the under-the-counter economy of Central and South America has benefited a lot from the existence of Motley Crue. Well, the lead singer looked like a WWE wrestler who'd borrowed yeah. a load of um, sort of Comic-Con 
uh, Matrix gear. That was basically. troubling, but not as troubling as the guitarist who was patently dead and being worked <laughs> by wires. <laughs> he was. And he was dead. But the lead singer, I'm sorry I can't remember his name. He was dead. Steve He actually Motley. looked like death. And the guitar looked like it had been dropped from the like same he, place. It looked like it had been like, dragged on the motorway behind the bar <laughs> and just looked completely broken. <laughs> Dave, where's your guitar? Oh, it's, oh fuck, it's fallen out. And, um, Can't go back and look at it on the, on the highway. The lead singer of Motley Crue in their later days, as it turns out, as someone in the YouTube comments pointed out, he, uh, he's able to sing in 50 languages all at once. <laughs> so he's not doing the words, he's sort of doing Roly Birkin, the guy off the fast show. You know, very, very, very drunk. Well, we'll put... He's just going... I don't know what's going on. And we on. watched that. We did. For three and a half minutes. Yeah. But you could have been watching Turn Back Time. <laughs> I'll watch it tonight. Some, share with a couple of elastoplasts. Yeah, I'll watch it tonight. Make make no mistake. There we go. The make, make no the mistake. Make, will fly by. Oh yeah. Mm. Now, nothing against the Prem, by the way. We love the purple. Oh, I bloody palace. love the purple palace. Although obviously I lobbied to do a show in Bristol because I can go home and sleep in my own yeah. bed. <laughs> um, Johnny will get me back by doing one in Stamford at some point. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Okay. Are you going to... Oh, well, as you, I, Sam you, has asked, are there any cars that are turbo and supercharged? Yes, Sam, there are. The Lancia Delta S4. Yeah. And the and VW... The Nissan March and... Uh, nice one. Yeah, Golf. Yeah, it's a VW well, engine, VW. which I dismissed, slightly mistrust. Yeah, that one. Yeah. There we go. Same as DSG Gearbox, I fundamentally mistrust them. <laughs> Everyone says they're great, but when they go wrong, which they do... My dead aunt's Not even wizards aunt. can repair them. Did you say your dead aunt's car had a DSG? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to now try and think of... It stands for dead... Sarah? <laughs> dead Sarah's gearbox? Well, you could give it, you could give it to your dad and it says... Funny enough, my aunt wasn't called Sarah. Oh, OK. Right, give it to your dad. It's for dear sister gone. And, um, it's it's yes. good that we can laugh about that. But, um... Uh, Dog shit gearbox. <laughs> right. Have you got one? Have you got a question? Yeah, this is from Richard. I don't think it's from you. Um, question. Drum and bass on a bike Bristol takeover. <laughs> on a bike Bristol takeover, who, in the audience, who was there a few weeks ago when Dominic and thousands of bikes, many no-name suspension in brackets, <laughs> took over the city? I, I, is, this the guy, this is the guy that DJs while he's riding around on a bike, which is oh, really yeah. good. It was really, really, good, really good. good. It's fantastic. And I'd love to take part. Maybe we should take part. Is he the guy who had a kestrel? What, an actual bird? <laughs> yeah, not the, not the strong booze. Oh, yeah, kestrel. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's got a That's naughty lager, that is. Good reference. But, uh, see, I, if, I, if we were to be part of this sort of procession of drum and bass bikes, um, I would have to find a really, really ruined no-name full suspension bike. And what I do is I just have loads of energy drinks beforehand. I'd be just trying to pull, like, eighth-gear wheelies the whole time. And eventually, like, two hours in, I would catch it, but then I'd go over top dead centre and <laughs> properly, like, smack my back on the ground. You know when you hit yourself so hard, you know you're not really injured, but you have to stay there for a while. <laughs> just going... <laughs> just... I'm all right, guys, but just don't come near me. I'm all right. Well, that's, but that's, yeah. once I did again, we go back once. to um, Mancunian guitarist falling off his chair. He did that. He goes into standby mode for a little bit. Yeah, he does, he does. 
before he sort of comes around again, can you grab me a guitar, please? But he does go into um, standby. Yeah. It's just, he just powers down while he does a sort of systems check. It's usually when you've had a crash as well, Head, there's a long pause. Right, legs, arms, okay, guitar, not sure. <laughs> Will you grab me a guitar, please? Um, He's doing a CAN bus. It's what CAN bus does in cars, is the CAN bus check, isn't it? Yes. You turn the ignition, yeah, yeah. lights are all on, lights yeah. go out one by one. Yeah. It's a neural version of that. Yeah, it is. But guitar. <laughs> neural CAN bus. Not part of the neural system. So, has to grab a guitar, please. Um, I've got a question here from Becky. Now, I, I know who that is. <laughs> suddenly went quiet how often do you drive the panda and has your wife forgiven you <laughs> all the time Becky and you work with her so why don't you ask her yourself would be my answer <laughs> it's uh, oh fucking hell I shouldn't have invited people I know <laughs> what's its stance like my friend Andy who's in the audience came over and I was trying to explain why the panda is not just a panda it's a panda 100 horsepower Oh, I thought you were going to say it's a way of life. Well, it's that as well. <laughs> One panda live it. And, um, but I, I, I might have... I might... Can I do, I've said it before on the podcast, it's the shittest slogan that anyone could put on a car. One life, live it. Well, what are the other options? Well, there is one other option. I mean, like, it's nothing to do with a car. Nothing. It's fucking stupid. One life, pause, live it. Okay. There are those ones that say one Next wife question. livid, though, which I can empathise with a little more. But One wife livid. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I foolishly said to, like, normal people who aren't into cars that the panda had a really good stance, which it does. Purposeful. But, uh, but that, I may, it may have overstepped. It's a little bit things. partridge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a good stance. Peter, who's happy to be named as Peter. If there was one manufacturer in brackets, Saar, Bristol, Rover, etc., you could bring back to life, what would it be? Whoa. Vassalvega. Ooh. I've realised, I don't know if I'm hitting a certain age, not middle age. Mm. <laughs> not yet. Uh, and I've, I've seen, I was looking at, um, I went to a car show and I saw a Vega, and then one came up in an auction. Yeah. And couldn't stop staring at it. Really want a Vega. They're nice, aren't they? But they're too expensive now. But if they were still making them? If they were still making them, hallelujah. Ten a penny. Fassel Vega hatchback. Don't know about that. Their entry level one. <laughs> would it be? Yeah. Would it? It's a golf rival. But you know that if they bring the name back, it'll be some absolute dog egg crossover. Well, they might have done right? that. It's got nothing to do with the rest of the company as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they do that all the time. They, they Hispano Suiza do that. Hispano Suiza have what been absolute... back a few times. Yeah. What about cluster of. I don't want Hispano Suiza. Strokers. Particularly. All, all days, days and onions. onions. Yes. They Brilliant. were a car maker. We'll have them back. There we go. And That's we like the them. All we like days. them on this. We'll do their marketing. Yeah. Because I feel like we are it's anyway. It's like Smith and Sniff and All Days and Onions. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very long badge on the back. But I think we could do that. Uh, this one's for you. It's from uh, uh, someone in the audience who's calling themselves Jody Kidd's video editor. Oh, it's you down there. Are you literally Jodie Kids? Are you? Yeah. Oh, I, thought, yeah, I thought this was some kind of like satire on like the fact that she uses too many cuts you know or something. But... <laughs> um, you do a shit hot job. Uh, it's true. The question is, where did Chody Shifter originate from? Well, one for you, Mr. Smith. Uh, okay, guys, I'm going to come to. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Listen, look, uh, Chody Shifter came. Because the uh, <laughs> I'm trying to remember the exact 
It was just really short, stubby, sort of micro penis style <laughs> gear, gear knobs. And we just used to WhatsApp like the worst ones we could find. Yeah. And it was a sort of, this looks like a, this looks like a chode. But it was, only, I think then, it was only when we said it out loud and then went, chody shifter. Sounds like a racing driver. Sounds like a, yeah, racing driver. So, so that's, now it is, apparently, yeah. in our minds. We don't say anything about Jody. Oh, I just assumed. Not Chodi. Oh, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, not Chodi. Not Chodi Kid. Absolutely not, no. Jodie Schechter. It's Jodie Schechter. But if you want us to introduce Chodi Kid. Although. No. I. No. I mean. I've got a question here, Johnny, and I think I should read it out really fucking quickly. So much to unpack. Oh, look, water. So. Oh, this person's checked the box. We have a, we have a, a little uh, checkbox on our question forms that, uh, yes, I'm happy to uh, be identified or no, I'm on the run. <laughs> and um, this person's checked I'm on the run. So, uh, d- well, that's, uh, what? that's good. I mean, you know, if you're being pursued by female police officers, I would definitely come to a Smith & Sniff show. Because <laughs> <laughs> they'd stand out like a sore thumb. Um, one hot lap around Silverstone in a 911 GT3 RS... Chris Harris, Tiff, or Ben Collins? Who's fastest? Who's fastest? Yeah. <sighs> it's got to be. I mean, Tiff, we know Tiff knows no danger. Yeah. And that has advantages and also disadvantages. Um, Tiff will have the aircon on. <laughs> so, so, uh, so, in my best Dragon's Den's voice, on that basis, I'm out. Really? Well, no. Actually, I love being in the because I, love, I, I love think the that Tiff would have the aircon on and still be faster. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's a wise old dog. He is a wise dog. I've just realised that Chris Harris and Ben Collins both live in Bristol, and we forgot to invite them to this. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we did. It would have been polite, wouldn't it? And I, and, and I spoke Dan, to Chris yesterday. Dan Prosseroff, the Undertrouser podcast, is is a Bristolian as well. <laughs> and we know all these people and like them a lot. The, the Intercourser. The under in, what's the intercooler? <laughs> the intercooler. But Dan Dan's Bristolian as well. He is. He? He's just There's the a lot of them. Yeah. The That's irony a... of all of this is I'm the one that came from this area and I don't live anywhere near here anymore. And you fuckers all just turn up, <laughs> going on about how great drinking our cider. Like, I was born here. Going our right. Um, this is one of the best questions I've ever had to read out. And yes, Andy's happy to be called Andy. If you had to reverse all the way from Bristol to Whipsnade Zoo. <laughs> Which is some 136 miles. <laughs> which, which vehicle would you choose and why? Well, well, yeah, let's just give, the, let's give Andy a round of applause. Yeah, um, good question. Shit me. Um, Whipsnade I, Zoo. I, now. And why Whipsnade Zoo for crying in a bucket? Where are you, Andy? Show your face. Right, Andy, we've got questions for you, my son. 136 miles, a long way backwards. Yeah. Why Whipsnade Zoo? No reason at all. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, Bristol Zoo is just shut. Oh, yeah. Has it really? It may not be the closest, but it was the funniest sounding name. What what about Whipsnade back to Bristol because you've got a monkey on the windscreen? (laughs) 
That's a UB40 track. <laughs> you don't, you just, don't know what to do. Just, I'm just you know, trying to think there's a good reason for it, and that might be it. But I told you a story on the previous podcast a long, long time ago about a stubborn gibbon that wouldn't get off the I went to see Stubborn Gibbon in Camden Town in about 93, I think. Yeah, yeah, they supported the levellers. Now, seriously, there was a Gibbon that simply wouldn't get off this person's Ford Galaxy. And, you know, the the gates open at the Safari Park, you go into one, they they had to just pull over and wait. And they were there for flipping ages, like 45 minutes. The Gibbon was... I mean, he was also masturbating. Because (laughs) that's a fact. I didn't just make that up. I was there, I saw it. But they're extraordinary creatures, aren't they? Because they're so sensitive. I watched a gibbon strum himself on the, on the roof of a Ford Galaxy, and I had children in the car. I'd like to imagine yeah. that if I was, um, if I was, say, a baboon. A baboon? You're looking for the cars with the full-length panoramic glass roof. <laughs> and then you're oh. just going to get that arse on there and not move for ages. Well, you just... Look at my brightly coloured hole. Oh. <laughs> Ordered the pano roof, did you? Have a bit of this. It's, it's, it's the safari roof, sir. Safari roof. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I need to see that. The uh, cross section of a sausage roll up there. Um, I don't. So, I don't. <laughs> anyway, it's um, too so low. We too so low. It's your fault. It's all your frigging questions. Nothing to do with us. Uh, so we. Uh, haven't actually said which car we would reverse. Oh shit! No, West Country reverse. Too, too busy Odyssey. speaking about pleasure in primates. <laughs> yeah, that's not you personally. But no, no. no. Yeah. Well, I would favour something that had a captain's chair. So I'm gonna. Good shot. Which I would. I'd fiddle with the mechanism. I'm gonna go VW California. Earlier spas. Oh, a spas. Oh, nice. But the pedals don't turn with the seat. No, no. Oh, you cru- don't need the pedal. Well, you need the accelerator. Cruise control. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, also, <laughs> steering. Small matter of steering. Steering is what, sorry? Yeah, micro CVT. Yeah, micro CVT. Well, oh, yeah. now, on that note, I was going to oh, go... Uh, and, and it simply won't, won't, won't die. No, it won't die. Uh, Nissan Leaf. Oh. Because they did a reversing record in one. It doesn't well, overheat. Yeah, it might do. Uh, won't overheat. It won't overheat. Because that's the thing. Calling's not great when you're going back. Top nerd fact. The uh, Dutch police for many years... No, not a first gen, not the one that looks like the parrotfish. It won't. Well, it's fine, I'll reverse into a recharge. Oh, the charge's on the front, fuck. Yeah, exactly. Um, You need a gen two. But no, the Dutch police for years had Porsche 911 Targas. Why? Well, they had Targas so that the police could stand on the seats with a megaphone and go, move back, please. Um... (laughs) Seriously. And they had 911s because they were air-cooled. And the police went to their superiors, the government, whoever it was, was giving them the money for cars, and went, yeah, we definitely need Porsche 911s because they have to be fast but also air-cooled so we can reverse at high speed without them overheating. What? The The biggest scam in the world. Because every other police force in the world just goes, no, it's fine, we don't reverse very fast that often. The Dutch went, no, we definitely need Porsche 911s. (laughs) We definitely reverse fast a lot. The midlife crisis police force. That's went, yeah, yeah, 911 targets, please. And they had them for years. And they went, oh, we just heard a rumour that they're going to water cooled. Shit! We're going to have to make them another lie. Uh, we need Bugatti Chirons because uh, we chase a lot of aeroplanes. <laughs> <laughs> metal wheel caps. Yeah. 
They do, don't they? Mm. Those fantastic hubcaps that look like real wheels, but they're not. Do you um, have another question? Yeah, what about Fred and Helen? Who are happy to be named as Fred and Helen. Massive letters. It says track work in inverted, co- inverted commas. Look at that. That's quite, quite bold for a, oh, yeah. for a, quite bold for a bio. No, it's good. Inverted commas are good, though. Like uh, do commas. you enjoy it? And who taught you helmsmanship? <laughs> I do enjoy it. I drove on a track a, about a month ago for the first time in ages. Did and you? I rea- yeah. Oh, what, Lydon Hill? Yeah. Oh. And I realised I, I very much enjoyed it. And I'm a better driver than I was. Because I think I would have crashed, uh, I mean, in my 20s, I definitely would have crashed a lot more. Yeah, that's the funny thing, because I... I mean, that's an obvious thing to say. I I didn't do a lot of track work in my 20s, which is good, because I would have crashed. Though I did used to get to play on, like, Campbell Airfield and places like that, and it is a miracle I didn't fuck up a car or myself. (laughs) But I find as I get older, I don't enjoy track work that much, because I just get bored. Do you? I've been here before. You go, well, yes, of course, well, that's of course why, you have. It's that's, Beckett. That's why hill climb's good. You get one shot at it. Yeah. It's the true heroes in our, our motoring world. It's just they're, they're hill climbers. But I have... Excuse me. And, and they're also... I don't know what that is. But yes, those... What, Mercedes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fastest vehicles well, in the world. On, so you're doing hill climbs in, in a sprinter. Yeah. If you want to do that. Yeah. Wins every time. Sprinting. Sprinting. Sp- sprinting. Yeah. <laughs> it's heckle versus heckle. This is not a question, and I like the fact that Peter, Peter Richards, has crossed, crossed out. Hello, Peter. He's crossed out question and written in fact, <laughs> which I admire. He's written the swimming pool on the Oasis album with the shad in it, which we were talking about in last week, uh, two weeks ago, podcast, weren't we? The um, uh, Be Here Now. The swimming pool has since been filled in. Has it? That's it's simply now, a fact. Uh, 50 yards to the side and it's all new. Oh, right, Is so that because Oasis fans kept turning up and just standing around it in Stone Island, really ruining the atmos? Really just swaggering about a bit. Fucking yeah, fucking Do you own the house? got a bit of gob I'm in your mouth. Know. Oh, OK. I did put lots of nice new lights around the uh, new swimming pool. Oh, you oh. did the lighting in the new pool? This is, this is what I love about our community. That's great. Did you put a Rolls Royce in it, just in case? Isn't it? Yeah, it was that side. Yeah, <laughs> Did you a little corgi one? Oh, I can't read his name out because he's on the run from the Welsh Mafia. Um, the, is there yeah. such a thing as the Welsh Mafia? What would, <laughs> yeah. Tafia. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> You're funnier than we are. We, we, yeah. We're in the wrong job. We're going to go sit down. Um, I work out of a VW garage where I was lucky enough to have an extended drive of the XL1. Mm. Cool car. It's now gone to an XL1 enthusiast. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's such an XL1 enthusiast, he's got one <laughs> of them. What are your thoughts, Johnny, compared to the inside? I thought it was mental. Do you know what? I have to confess, I've never driven an XL1. No. Still, although VW do have one and they have offered it to me, and I just haven't got around to borrowing it yet. But I'd love to, because if it drives anything like the Insight, it's mega. Insight's great. It's got no torque, but everything else is great. And mine does smell a bit at the moment. There's a, I haven't been sort of mini-cab hotboxing in yeah. it, uh, but I, it, it's because the, the carpet's got a bit damp on the driver's side. It's, it's a small leak in the roof gutter. Yeah. We've had torrential rain over March and February. It's a sports bag in which some gym kit has been left. It's a damp gusset. only for a day. 
Yes. It's not that bad. No, it's not rancid. It's not kind of fully percolated. No, you are, you're absolutely right. It is Like that. kimchi, but it is yeah. definitely on its way. But I, everyone who gets in the car have to immediately address No, you did. You actually, the mustiness. I, was, I just, I, my hand touched the outside door handle and you immediately went, oh, by the way. It's just like, yeah. Which is a great start to anyone getting in your car. <laughs> oh, by the way, it hasn't got a passenger seat, but it was yeah. fine. It's just, it's just a little it's bit fine. musty in there. It's just fine. Um, Chris Shellard asks, what features that have disappeared from cars do you want back? Um, Mine is standard DIN slot stereos. Hmm. Standard DIN. I don't know. I'm not that bothered about that. <sighs> I mean, I'd like wind down windows. Would you? Yep. They don't go wrong. Although people with dogs, the dogs will probably eat them. Dog, oh. They'll eat the knob. Well, the dog... The dog will eat the knob. It's true. You know it will. Because it can. I would... Non-power steering also. Because people what? are pussies. People are pussies. <laughs> people, are, people are frigging pussies. They drive around, they, they get in a Mark II Golf and they think it's like steering a, an oil tanker at low speed. It's like, just use muscles you haven't used for ages. If cars were physical, you'd be fitter. The NHS would be happier. I'm just saying <laughs> Right. Quarter lights. Mind you, they were mainly for smokers, weren't they? So. But they are lovely. Are they? I think they're nice. I was talking to my, showing my daughter the art of the quarter light. <laughs> <laughs> there is no art. No. It was just because you can just funnel in a little bit of air to a certain region of your body. It's just really nice. But you can, okay. No, but is you this can't. an armpits thing again? Uh, I mean, you know, it's <laughs> Yeah, he, right. Uh, Turn the aircon on, says a man down the front. I've just uh, talked about pussies a minute ago. AC is, is just a no-no. You know, the AC hasn't worked in my insights since I've owned it. I genuinely don't give a shit. We came here in Johnny's insights. Yeah. I didn't even ask. It was quite a clammy evening. It was, it was, it was quite clammy, actually. I noticed he's got his window down I just before put the he started window the engine. Just like, oh, so what all the cool people just put Yeah, but then down. what you didn't, you didn't actually warn me about this. You sneakily put your window up because you're about to wash the screen and I've got my window <laughs> down still. <laughs> I forgot about that. And this may explain why your car smells damp. It's in fact because you're constantly pranking passengers. I'm screen washing them. Now, uh, okay, Rich from Lucky Valeting. If you were to have a personal woolarding photo shoot, naturally, A, what car? B, what outfit? <laughs> that, was, that was a proper... <laughs> and C, what setting? Well, it would have to be a piss fister ah. for a start. And I, yesterday, was it yesterday, we're, Darren with the 2CV shoot, well, epic piss fister in that field. Don't you agree? <laughs> Honestly, it was, if I wasn't with Darren, I would have just been... Darren, did you turn around and go, so anyway, Johnny, I was saying about the... Uh, oh, my God! <laughs> no, but it was. It was amazing. Um, what car would you... If you're doing a Willard photo shoot, what car, what outfit, what setting? Go. Well, it's linen, obviously, isn't it? Linen? Linen. Okay, yeah. A lot of light-coloured linen. I think you've poisoned me with your keep sending me screen grabs of John, Don Johnson in Miami Vice <laughs> during the fall. That, but it's very linen-y. Um, what about that well-known rallycross track, Linen Hill? <laughs> <laughs> 
You see all the race drivers. It's a nightmare drivers, to get clean. All the race drivers just got yeah, billowing linen white. Linen race suit. <laughs> and then it's like, you do realise this gets exceptionally muddy. You're all wearing yeah. bright white. Yeah, also it's December. What are you doing? Yeah, but they're what all really cold. Now I'm freezing. I, yeah, just... uh, I wouldn't do Lydon Hill because it would take me 90 hours to get there. Yeah. As is the accepted truth about Kent. Yes. It, 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 From it, it, anywhere in the country, as we know. Uh, including Kent itself. <laughs> but... Um, Location? I don't know. Oh, that's a hard one. I'm can, I can see you on, the, on, a, on a Swiss Alp. Oh, I was, th- I was thinking a big vista, not piss vista, just a big vista, like a... Big vista. Big vista. What about uh, a large rock behind the car? You're actually wallarding the, bo- the boulder, not the car. Yeah. But you can frame it in such a way where you can see the vista, you can see the boulder. Almost a Highlander, I'm thinking Highlander. Scottish borders. Scottish borders. It's really lovely up there. Yeah. And I could pop in and see Dario Franchitti. Of course you could. Who's actually 50 today. Oh, yeah. He is. On the day we're filming, slash, sitting here, slash, recording yeah. this. Sweet Happy guy. birthday, Dario. Sweet, 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 guy. sweet guy. Yeah. Listener, yeah. listener of the show. Selfish fucker, because he's yeah. good-looking, charming, and he's a very good racing driver. That's not fair. <laughs> he's hoarding. That's true. He needs to share. You're absolutely Triple right. threat. But anyway, he's a lovely chap, so happy birthday, What Dario. car are you going to woolard on? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Well, because of the linen, I don't know. Someone said my panda. It has got a good stance, but in a way, because it sits so well, <laughs> wheel-to-arch ratio is good. The wheel-to-arch. Not to much arch. room for the loafer that I'm going to slide in. <laughs> so, so your you rock need, might come into play. You need loafer space for that. Yeah. Would it be the lattice toe loafer? But otherwise, I might just go classic. Woolard, Rover 800. <laughs> Original spec, 825i. Yeah. 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 No, not coupe. Launch specification, my friend, 1986. I'd go The heyday of Woolard. He was dispensing sensible motoring truths to the nation. (laughs) Do you know what I'd do? (laughs) What would you do? Panther 6. Ooh. Yeah. But you'd need three legs. Epic poster car. Well, there's just more... Four, technically, because you need one on the ground. There's more Woolarding options than ever before. That is true. Unless someone turned up in a car, Michael. In which case, it's sort of even Stevens. But, so, Panther 6, I'd wait for one of those sunsets, you know, like the beginning, uh, opening credits of Knight Rider, where it's yeah. very orangey-red yeah. across yeah. the desert. And mate, you know what, screw it. Let's do it at the desert. Or the Joshua Tree place. Yeah. Perhaps where the, the Joshua Tree National Park... No, it's that... Um, uh, where did I go filming uh, with Top Gear USA? In, um, there's a salt pan. There's a salt, salt pan, pan out in California. 
and it's frigging massive and you can drive. The, the only thing is you can drive really fast on it, but the car starts to move around. And then you suddenly realise there's other people out there dicking around. And what if two of you are just going in different directions and you'll hit each other at 120 miles well, an hour? Well, you get like a one-minute window of you, you work out the trajectory and you go, definitely going to crash in about 20 seconds. Yeah. I've either got to turn where, a bit or come off the gas. We were standing there and there's a US <clears throat> military base that's probably not on any maps nearby. And this drone went overhead very silently, propeller-powered drone, really silent, just drifted overhead quite low. And I went, fucking hell, look at that. And I was about to take a picture of it. And then I realised that was a bad idea because probably a laser would come out of it and just <laughs> take my head off. So I didn't. But that, that salt pan, I bet that's where they did the Night Rider one, or one similar. I bet it There's was. lots of them. There's that one when we did the opening of the Grand Tour that was quite cool. That was very nice. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's basically it, Panther 6. Uh, what would I wear? Ooh, um... In a what, sorry? Mankini. Oh, I don't know. What, with one leg up quite high on a tyre? <laughs> I think you'd be in trouble there, my friend. It's the, um, it's the cable tie in the pillow thing. It's exactly oh, the gosh. cable tie in the pillow. I um, don't want that. Uh, uh, someone on. called Tom asks, what were the worst technical screw-ups that happened to you on TV? Richard's paranoia must have come from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just backing up. It's not a... The worst technical... Well, I mean, running ups. over a camera is quite bad. That's Did you run over a camera? I didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been on shoots where people have done these things. One of them was the, the cameraman put his camera bag down at the back of the car to find where the boot release was. Mm. Meantime, somebody else got in the car and just reversed. And they're just the uh, most expensive crunch I've ever heard. <laughs> and we hadn't even started the shoot. And it's like, right, well... Well, no shooting today. That's okay. 50,000 quid's worth Here's in that bag. A shoot. And it just sounded like a bag of cornflakes that you just done that with. <laughs> Honestly, the cameraman was like, I'm going to be sick. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of a technical fuck up. I mean, we filmed was... a lot and then no footage came out. We've there was that. an amazing one. We did a grand tour thing where we did an actual sort of what was supposed to be a grand tour around Italy with. Um, I can't remember. Cher. Hammond was, yeah. Wearing the... Wearing the... Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hammond was driving a Dodge Challenger, and I, James had a Rolls-Royce Phantom convertible. And as happens with those things, they're doing long distances. They have cameras in the car. They just roll the cameras, and they kind of chat to each other, and they chat to themselves, talk about their car. So it's just, you know, and this stuff. So there was a point at which James said something that was very funny... So one of the others on a walkie-talkie or something, and it, so they wanted to use it in the edit, and it went into the edit, and it went to the final film, and then we were watching it back, and someone realised that there was a tiny problem, which was that James was smoking a cigarette while he was doing it. <laughs> really? Because he fancied a cigarette. Been driving. sort of forgot that he was also a TV presenter and probably was still on camera, and then said something funny that we wanted to use in the show. And so at great expense... The cigarette was digitally removed. You are just... <laughs> Seriously. So if you want to go back and watch that, I can't remember what episode it is, have a look where the, for the bit where James is driving the Rolls-Royce on the Autostrada and he's mysteriously going like this. <laughs> just doing gang signs. Yeah. <laughs> Middle-class gang signs. Word up, my homies. <laughs> right, now, I think this is Roz, who's happy to be called that. Do, how do we turn illegal electric bike strimmer jousting into a national sport? <laughs> do you know what? That's a great idea. I'm still worried about that guy. He's going very fast and obviously only had one hand on the bar. 
So he's only got the front brake to control a 28 mile an hour e-bike. You can have some bad problems, yes. my friend, with a long strimmer under But that's the arm. thing. On the one hand, if the strimmer is running, it's propelling him. That's great. That explains his pace. If the strimmer is running, but he falls off, he's going to strim Why himself. would you have the strimmer running? Well, because well, just... I established it's a very small propeller. Oh, okay. Okay. But, uh... It's probably not that. I don't know. Somebody was talking about jousting with vehicles yeah. the other day to me and said, why, don't, why isn't this a sport? And I was like, well, we do loads of other moronic motorsport. We might as well. But I don't know what you'd use as the... The lance. The lance. Don't know, what, what, what would we make the lance from? Prop shaft. <laughs> <laughs> it from? Prop shaft, someone said. Well, that could, that's going to hurt. Oh, oh yes. yeah! And it would be running. A it would tie, have its own engine. A high market So a boat. propeller... Oh, very good. <laughs> Noel Gallagher's high revving those high, boats high off revving of Thailand. Props. Noel Gallagher's Thai boats. Thai boat things. shafts. Uh, Fistenberger <laughs> asks, on that 90s side of things, I used to have a red Mark II Golf with really faded paint. They all did that, sir. But it had a six-disc CD changer, flip front head unit, an amp, custom shelf with six by nine, and no fear sticker across the back window. What is the most 90s car or accessory you've ever owned? I've owned a Mark II Astra. Oh, and it's not well, made. Hang on a minute, it's but that's not... quite 80s. Yeah, but like, but you owned it. But in the like 90s. normal people owned them in the 90s. They didn't buy yeah. them new. So, and yeah. I, I actually had mine in the 90s. It cost me 110 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> it had two weeks MOT, and you, 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 if you stared at the clutch, it started slipping. <laughs> so I. I, and, I, and I only I had it as a get me through a, a couple of months of another car being off the road. So I was just driving it ever so carefully. And I remember it had so much silicon around the sunroof, it had been shut, but the headlining was so badly stained, I just didn't know what it was. It was horrible. So I never looked up when I was driving it. But honestly, the slippery clutch, I had to drive it so methodically, like if there are any big hills or anything, just a no-go. Simply, and no, no hard revving. You just had to tickle it away from a junction. Okay, that's quite nineties. But that's I, I, that's not nineties. It has to be not the action just, of, of I, a I was, clutch. I mean, I oh, obviously I had a a little tape that went into the deck that allowed you to plug in a CD player. That's nineties. A discman, if you will. And then I sold that car and I got a car with an actual CD player and I think I just threw away the thing and then I ended up back in a car with a tape player going, damn it! I think the most 90s thing is having a selection of CDs, say 10, oh, in a in small a satchel that goes under the seat. Yes, and you've still got that. Brilliant. And you go for a night out and you park your car and you just go, I'm going to put it under the seat no one will think to look under there if they were going to nick it. Really? What, you and tens of thousands of other people... My car your best was CDs once broken into, and I was deeply insulted that they didn't steal my CD wallet. <laughs> didn't they? <laughs> my friends sitting over there are about to go, because you're the fucking fat shot boys, you well, fit. It's, it's, it's funny that someone over there might be saying that. Look at that. Has Mrs Sniff forgiven your panda purchase yet? I, well, it's not for me to answer, is it? <laughs> 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 um, uh, Tom asks, I learnt to drive in a Saab 9000. Ooh. That's a sweet car. Sweet, sweet car. Have we talked about this, the podcast? I had some mates at school, uh, knowing that I like cars. They had this game they used to play, which they used to like to do to just basically annoy me, I think. Where they, they, they pretended to believe that the higher the number in the car, the better it was. Really? Yeah. McLaren F1, that can't be very good. 
One number. Rover 800, that must be pretty good. I saw a Saab 9000 the other day, that was the best car in the world. Is that the highest number of on the boot of a car? I think it might be. I can't think of any higher than a 9000. Because there were those Audis in America that were 5000, weren't they? But That's no right. one got to 9000. No. Except Saab. Yeah, and then they died. No one's shouting out, which means we must be right on yeah, this. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's we're true. sort of in a room of like fact checkers. Um, I've got another one here. Ask Richard's wife about the panda purchase. Oh <laughs> <laughs> just lots of, just lots of um, scorn. I said. Well, so, um, uh, but Tom asked, so I learned to drive in a Saab 9000. What did you learn to drive in? Well, I learned. What to did drive. you learn to drive in? I, uh, well, the driving instructor, who was extremely Somerset and actually used the C bomb several times. <laughs> During my driving lessons, I think he's dead Cider, now. you mean? Yes, yeah, cider. That's the Somerset C word. The sacred C word. So don't mind me, I'm just going to have a little bit of the C word. Yeah, and, and actually wound the window down and told some people what he thought. Like when I was learning to drive. It was amazing. Dad knows exactly who he was. I think he's dead now. And we bought a motorbike trailer off them as well, didn't we? And he pulled the motorbike trailer out from behind his house once, possibly the distance from me to the, the chap doing the AV up there. Mm. And I've never seen someone sweat so much. It, it wasn't even a heavy trailer. It was just a one-hander. He was, like, dying. Just moving. And he was like, a, well, a driving instructor. He was sitting down all day. All right? the time. He's just... Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, Bill, Bill Chipper, his name was. Um, Sweet guy. Uh, it was a Fiesta non-turbo diesel. What? It's impossible to stall. It was a genius car oh, to yeah. pass your testing. Because he actually said to me, he, came, he went, right, the thing is about this car, you cannot stall it. <laughs> <laughs> and he went, so he went, get everything else right. <laughs> You'll be fine. Put stalling out of your mind. Yeah, honestly. It's not going to happen, he was, he was so, and it was true. You could just, you could just massage the clutch like that and it would just go. So you could do a three-pointed turn, never touch the throttle at all. It was, ah. just, it was mega. For a simpleton like me, or possibly DJ Khaled, if he was learning to drive in the UK using a manual car. I'm sure he can't drive a manual car. No, he can't drive. I'm sure he can't drive. I, um, uh, I learned to drive, well, my driving lessons were in a Toyota Starlet. First gen? No, 90s. Oh. Very soggy steering. <laughs> Did and you? my driving instructor was called Terry. Brilliant. And he was a very calm man, yeah. as I think you have to be. You're a driving instructor, no? You're a driving instructor. Now, what do you think? Fiesta non-turbo diesel? Excellent. Strong choice. Strong. Can't stall yeah. it. This would have been in the mid-90s. Yeah, yeah. 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 I learned in a Maestro turbo diesel. Oh. I thought you were going to say a Maestro off. turbo then. I was like, <laughs> fucking hell. Can't stall it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Terry, my driving instructor. Yeah. Lovely Terry. man. Very calm man. Mm. Oh, and, okay, uh, mine wasn't calm. And he, uh, sometimes he used to open the glove box. And you'd see that he got his sandwiches in there. He was a sandwichy kind of guy. Yeah. A sandwichman. White. Like we saw that guy earlier on who was an anoraxman. Yeah, we saw a guy. It was quite a warm day today, right? Agree? Yeah. <laughs> when we went out for that run that we shouldn't have gone on. Shouldn't have gone. Uh, today, uh, there was a guy walking the other way with a very all-weather coat on. Mm. And I said to Johnny, through breathless sweating, I went, he's an anoraxman. <laughs> Because my late father was an anoraxman, where he, sometimes he'd be in the hall right, getting ready to go out and you'd have to go, Dad, it's 32 degrees out. <laughs> Lose the anorak. <laughs> but it was reflexive. You get to a certain age and I think it's just a reflexive anorak. And, and this guy, clearly, because it was quite clammy today, he'd done or the same thing. Packing. Or he's what? Packing. Packing? <laughs> oh, packing heat. He could have been packing actual heat. He was in downtown Bath Bath, which is the yeah. Compton yeah. of Somerset. So yeah, yes, that is possible. And he, he had very long trousers. 
So you could have he multiple have... heat. One in there, one in there, one down Shotgun the Shotgun down the leg. Yes. And a knife Maybe. around one of the socks, just in case it all goes. Just in case it all, case go, it all you know, goes. Proper John Wick spec. Well, he just throws the guns away and goes, let's make this interesting. Yes, exactly. <laughs> As yes. people do. That's a great line in a movie. You know that a movie glint. is a certain type of movie that has, let's make this interesting. That's right. It's like secure the perimeter. Yeah. You know you're getting a certain kind of film. When they say secure the perimeter, it, it's so easy to say, but the reality of it, it's actually quite difficult. It's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. My dog keeps escaping from our garden because we failed to secure the perimeter. Yeah. I need Samuel L. Jackson to come down and just go, no, secure the motherfucking perimeter, and then I'd actually get on it with some chicken. Oh, wire, I get but, it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, um, buy some more. Uh... What was I going to say about... Oh, yeah, no, on the day of my driving test... Yeah. Uh, Terry, my driving instructor, absolutely calm man, very polite man. Looked a bit like Frank Boff, but without the coke and hookers. And... Um, <laughs> well, you say Well, that. this is the thing. I thought so. And then on the day of my driving test, Terry said, Oh, good. Your examiner is Mrs Clough. And she's generally very good. Because some of them can be complete bastards. <laughs> so what he said. <laughs> Wow. And I almost fell over in Wilmslow Driving Test Centre because I was like, Terry said bastards. That's amazing. Didn't know Terry knew the word bastards. Well, my driving instructor definitely knew the term bastard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and also C and also F. Effing C combined. I got flipped off by a driving instructor, don't be dirty, uh, on Chiswick Roundabout once. And I was amazed because I, like, I imagine generally driving instructors are of a calm demeanour. And I don't think I'd done anything wrong. And he, he well, hooted at me, and then... as you palming? He, I might have been, yeah, there was a bit of slippage. <laughs> I just... I sideswiped his car. But no, he, <laughs> Fiesta, window went down, full... Wow. V's came out of the window. Wow. For fuck's sake. I'll have his badge. Well, he's got, he's got the... The, the thing is, he's got his phone number written on the back of the car, which I think is quite foolish, so... Just signed him up for a load we of had, We had a late... We had a late... <laughs> We had a lady weaving on her bicycle once and we were going, going very slowly past her in a packed town. Driving instructor, window went down. Bloody hell you doing, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just driving like that, going... <laughs> um, and then the window went back and went... Bloody bitch, what's she doing? Sorry, just... Look, can, I, can I just be clear? Will, will this be in the test? <laughs> Unbelievable. He was, he was a source of much amusement. Uh, and, and Dad, if you're still there, you've probably gone home by now, because you're probably um, Remember that time I reversed your car onto a low wall when we were practising reversing in the trading estate in Prizewood? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he was really calm about it, but I basically reversed straight over one of those really... Like, it's a pointless wall. It's a t sort of two, three brick high wall. There's no, there's no point to <laughs> well, them. It's an ornamental wall, They surely. gash cars for a living. And, um, and I went straight over, and, and the car was propped up on the fuel tank. The, 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 on the Avenger. And the wheels weren't, couldn't grip, and Dad just got out and he went, I hope it hasn't gashed the tank. <laughs> <laughs> because I've got to get to work tomorrow. And it didn't gash it, did it? It just, you lost a little bit of tank capacity. I think. <laughs> it's, it's just like, it, I think it still had the same tank in it when you got rid of it. But yeah, I'm sorry about that. Good. Um, um, so I, I just, nobody wants very, a gas Very tank. quickly, uh, Joe Burrows is one of a couple of people who've asked, uh, are we any closer to knowing about the fizzy yoghurt story? I, there isn't a fizzy yoghurt story as far as I can work out. I just, we got some who... from that Indian restaurant last night. Oh, shit, we did. We still don't know what it is. Maybe that was our destiny. Fizzy yoghurt. For people who don't know, but way, way back on the podcast, I, I, you know, I sometimes write notes in my phone, things I want to talk to Johnny about when we record, and I wrote fizzy yoghurt. <laughs> 
yeah. and then forgot about it and then scrolled down and went, why have I written fizzy yogurt? And I still have no idea. And somebody pointed out there's a, a really good radio sitcom, which I've subsequently listened to, called Cabin Pressure, which is great, which is brilliant. And, and apparently fizzy yogurt, I haven't got to that episode yet because they're all back on iPlayer, or, or sounds, BBC Sounds. Sounds. And, um, and um, it's in there. But I've never, I haven't listened to Cabin Pressure, so it doesn't make sense. I don't know where... Fizzy yogurt came from, but last night we had a, a takeaway curry at quarter to eleven at night. It was quite late for a large amount of it food. It turned up. We had a lot of food, and there was a mystery, you know, one of those metal things with a paper lid on it that we sort of didn't open while we were eating. And at the end of the meal, it had we had a capital R on it, and I assumed it was just rice, and we'd had a lot of rice already at quarter to eleven. Yeah. So like, don't need the extra rice. And then at the end, we just looked at it. It was writer, but it, it had been was. with all the hot stuff. I think it'd been on the heating system of the delivery car. So it was hot for a long time. And it was fizzy. It was fizzy. We didn't have And it didn't smell right. And so I didn't go... So that may be, it's somehow I've seen into the future without realising it. It's that. It's that. And um, I've uh, got a letter here from Ed. If DJ Khaled wasn't such an unfathomable success... (laughs) (laughs) But he's got 34 million followers on Instagram. I just don't understand. But, but retained his personality in full. If he lived in the UK, in brackets, basically Nottingham, what, what, what car would he drive and how loud would the dump valve be? Well, he's a living, breathing, skin-covered dump valve, basically. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, every video I watch, I just, it just gets worse and worse and worse. I, what you, I like the is public, the fact that you send them watch, to me. You All watch his videos. I get sent them. I get DM them every day. You don't have to watch them though. Every so day. Got, hey Johnny, I've got a stone. Do you want to put it in your shoe? Yeah, okay. It's <laughs> yeah. a good point. I hadn't thought of that. I, I think, in a way, you quite like disliking DJ Khaled. Of course. I mean, obviously, he's an absolute pipe, but <laughs> I think he dis- you, you, you almost, it's like you have this, it's not a symbiotic relationship as much as it's just that you like being annoyed by him. Yeah, it's not a symbiotic relationship, no. I don't think. Well, I don't think he knows who you are. Maybe he does. No, he... he Every really... Monday, he slightly weeps. No, I hope Joe... <laughs> feels slightly less the best now, because Johnny's had another go at me on that uh, podcast. He the best too. music. Well, what car would he drive? What uh, car would he drive? It would be an awful... It would be a... Um... Corsa. Corsa? Corsa. Corsa. Oh, he's, wait, sorry, I forgot. He's, yeah, he's UK-based in this bit, isn't he? So... A GTE. What, what was that one over there then? <laughs> so you're saying British DJ Khaled is a connoisseur of stamps? Stamps. He very much Interesting. is. It says he lived in the UK. It doesn't necessarily. So he could be American having come he's over DJ here. He's DJ Khaled who's somehow moved to Nottingham. I'm going to say he's, he's, got, a he's Chrysler, got a job with boots for some reason or other. He's got a Chrysler Neon RT. Oh. Auto. <laughs> yeah, that, so it's sort a, of fast, a, but also a, a bit shit. A four-speed on that. They were a fast car. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it sort of uh, sounds, uh, sounds like him a little yeah. bit. Um, yeah, and he'd smash all the windows out in, a, in one night because he just, for some reason, think it would be a great idea. Or take, take the doors off. He doesn't have to wind it down to talk to people. They're just always <laughs> out open. No, I think he'd take the doors off. And then just drive very slowly up and down, whatever the kind of equivalent of like Broad Street in Birmingham yeah. or, or, you know, I don't know. And he'd have Regent Street in London is in Nottingham. He'd have a huge Boots selection Street. of brass instruments. Parliament Street. 
Is that right? Yeah. Is it? Okay, good knowledge. That's good. Um, you He'd have basically you know, a Nottingham knowledge. That's, that's excellent. Yeah. You haven't driven from Born Nottingham. Oh, Born right, in Nottingham, okay. basically. So if you're going to pick up along in, a, in an old um, uh, neon RT in Nottingham, you've taken the doors off so that people can see you. Yes. And because you're an idiot and you haven't taken account of the fact it might rain later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't think about that. You'd go down Parliament Street. Okay. And he's got a shed load of brass instruments on the back seat. So when he's in traffic Why and stuff... Why has he got brass instruments on the Because when he sits in traffic and he, like, he's revved the engine a few times and that gets boring after a while. So you just think, I've got, oh, I've got a tuba on the back seat. Make a shitload of noise with that. And, and in between breaths, he'll just shout his own name. <laughs> yeah. Nick asks, name a more dangerous combination than Tiffany Dell and a Suzuki Carry. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. That's like Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, Tiffany Dell and Suzuki, <laughs> Suzuki Carry. You can imagine no. him with the hat and everything on. I, I think Tiff would, as racing drivers sometimes say, keep it on the island in he'd a find, carry. He'd find it exciting because he'd find a way of, of making it exceptionally dangerous and edgy. Yeah. I've mentioned on the podcast before that when I was once in a golf GTI with Tiff at Kemble Airfield and we skittered off the tarmac onto the grass and yeah. he just very calmly went, we're going to roll. <laughs> <laughs> Still like an good. airline pilot going, we'll shortly be arriving in Stockholm. So even if he did tip over the carry, he'd be very calm about it. He'd oh, probably just so go, calm. that one's broken, get me another carry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, to- totally. He's, totally. He's, so he's not faced. I don't know, would that be dangerous? But yeah, Plato. Plato and... A car would be. <laughs> that. I. Well, quite. Um, <laughs> I'm going to read this out because it's brilliant and it is absolutely the kind of question we should be doing on Britain's Biggest Car podcast. Tim asks Do you think there will ever be a bigger dog than Digby, or was he not only the biggest dog in the world at the time, but for all time? Clifford. Clifford. Clifford's a big red dog. Yeah, Clifford's, Clifford's a big red dog. He wasn't that big, though. He was, he, he was quite big. No, because he had to be... He could only be so big because he was fitting all those car alarms in the 90s that went off overnight. <laughs> Clifford the 90s big Clifford dog. Clifford the 90s. So that's what the most 90s accessory you've ever owned. Have you ever had a car with a Clifford alarm? Amazing. What you've basically had is a small device to piss off your neighbours. Yeah. <laughs> It's so true. Yeah. Yes. Well, it did, but even before that, they would so just 90s. go, "Oh no, I've seen a breeze!" Ah, and start screaming. I was once. This is a, sorry. This is a very nineties. Nineties. No. Uh, ooh. Eighties. Nineteen eighty-eight. When was the Jag XJ220 at the Birmingham Motor Show? Go. Eighty-eight, I think. I went to the Birmingham Motor Show with my dad. And we stayed in a travel lodge overnight the night oh, before. <laughs> We're supposed to be going soon. I know. I'm going to leave people with this golden memory. The travel lodge. And there was a man with an XR3i that was parked outside. We had a ground floor room and there was an XR3i parked outside and the alarm went off all night. Oh, shit. And the man kept coming out and closing the air vents and stuff like that. Do you remember when people used to do that? Yeah. Just go, oh, it's a breeze. It's a breeze that set off the interior things. It's not a fucking breeze. It's because you've, you put some kind of like neurotic monkey in there that's just going, oh, push the button to make the alarm go off again. It was insane, but that's my abiding memory of the 1988 Birmingham Motor Show. Not the XJ220. Just basically not sleeping. Bad night's sleep from an XR3i with an aftermarket alarm. <laughs> it's amazing the things the brain retains, isn't it? It is. Can't remember where keys are. 
honestly have to think twice I'd about love DJ Khaled to go to the Birmingham Motor Show. <laughs> I mean, just imagine that. Um, yeah, yeah, it is a bit of an obsession now. So yes. it's not, it's not an obsession. Anyway, uh, well, Tim, thank you for that question. It's very challenging. I we've think got we've got a Digby, small stack left, but Digby we will have to save them we, for another day. Yeah, we need to bring this to a juddering halt. And I need to get a piece of paper out of my back pocket to remind me of some stuff I thought of earlier that I was going to say now. Yeah. As we leave you with three things. Before you say that, can oh. I just say something important? Yes. Listeners, viewers, uh, audience. The steam rally season is upon us. <laughs> and um, now, please, look, we, always, get sent, we get sent a lot of pictures. We get now, sent a lot of, of pistoning pictures. Please leave these poor perverts alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay? They just want to go about their it's dark, amazing what we get business. Sent. And it's not our place to stigmatise them, even though it's filthy and disgusting. It's, what they're getting it's, up to. It's, it's, so, just, it's so good to watch. I don't. Well, I was saying to someone earlier on, and we've talked about this, that we don't know how much people in the static engine community <laughs> are aware of the things we've said about them. And I'd quite like to go to a steam rally, maybe take my children, but I'm slightly afraid of being punched in the face. <laughs> or not punched in the face as such, but there's a static engine with a cam with a glove on it. <laughs> would you mind just bending down there, Richard? Because uh, the chaps in the club would like to... Yeah, It'll do, do that all day, day. you twat. It will um, do. You just got, but you'd have to have a leather, a leather belt with a, hot, a loop in it, and you have a large wooden ladle. Oh, for the in, goose fat. In a, in a holster. Yeah. Because you never know when you need to ladle it up. And on the other side... Pardon, what was that, sorry? You used to sell branded goose fat. Branded goose fat? Us, us sell goose fat. Oh, we should. Stick it on the merch list. Well, <laughs> the ever Very low down the merch list. Just about around the certain level of fizzy yoghurt. But we'll, you know, we'll bear it in mind. Ladle um, of goose fat. Great name for a pub. <laughs> A Obviously, it holds pub. a massive steam rally every year. Um, the rooms are booked That's up very quickly. That's very nice. Pubs with knowingly zany names. Yes. The Bristol goose fat and ladle. static engine. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell, it's a scream now. The piston um, and goose fat. Okay, so, we need L to end. Listen. But, before we end, I have three things to tell you. The first one is that Johnny has a solo YouTube channel. Uh, it's called The Constipate Apes Show, <laughs> in which Johnny hangs out with communities of large primates attempting to disrupt their poo routines. Uh, this week, he's with some bonobos, uh, feeding them a lot of egg. <laughs> That's not to your taste, because I made it up this afternoon. There's always The Late Break Show, which has lots of excellent videos about cars and people who love cars. Go and watch it now, please. Um, oh, gosh, egg-bound egg bound egg bonobos. Bound. Yeah. <laughs> Again, saw them in 93 at the Electric Ball. <laughs> brilliant. Um, second thing I have to say is just thank you ever so much uh, to everyone here for coming out tonight. Uh, we really do appreciate it, and we frankly can't believe it that we got almost 300 people in this room who would willingly give up their Friday night. We hope you've had a good time. We have, but, you know, we frankly, we're, we have simple tastes, as you can tell. Um, uh, thank you also to the Tobacco Factory for hosting us, and thank you to Lisa, who uh, mans our merch stall and does our tickets and all that and makes us generally... All and all that. You said and all that. I said and all that. Yeah. On that side of things, that was an involuntary and all that. Um, and the third thing I've got to tell you is there is uh, only one member of the Magic Circle who is not a human being. Have a guess who that is. Sooty. Who said Sooty? It's Sooty. Sooty is a member of the Magic Circle and is... I mean, he's sort of... 
technically a human being bit off, but he's a puppet. He's so. got a hand up him. Yeah. <laughs> we all knew that, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm no magician, but I am a bit of a wizard sleeve. Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> so <laughs> you... Um, I think you should do some audience participation oh, to finish what? it short uh, Go on, you do it again. You're better at it. No, that. you do it. I'm going to force uh, you. What, do I, what was I trying to lead with? I think you say sport, they say transit. Um, or Ford. You say it? Ford, they say transit. All right. You, go on then. Okay. I dare you. Fold. <laughs> that was good. That was so good. That's not rehearsed, listeners. That is not rehearsed. That's incredible. What have I'll done? say transit, you say sport. Transit. Sport! <laughs> this is panto. It is basically is panto, panto. Isn't it? Yeah. Thank well, you ever so much for coming. Yes. Uh, thank it's you. really wonderful. Thanks for listening. Um, we will do more of these, sadly. Uh, we, don't, we, we, we don't know when because we're not organised enough. Yeah, but you've done your one now, so. Yes, you, 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 you can take that off, um, off of the box. But that. for now, uh, we have to end this. We do. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Goodbye. Thank you. (laughs) I don't... Save save them. Save them. Save them. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.